how we coming in 2019. Cuttlefish Podcast. CXF. We're here with your host, Ramon Deji. Shouts out to me, Mill. This album was Alright, alright, alright. Shouts out to everybody listening. We appreciate it. Shit, we gonna get right back into it. Mm-hmm. Bring you yeah. this content. That's uh, what's on the docket. What's on the what's what's been in the news? Well, um, first thing is Happy New Year. Happy New Year, of course. Yep, Happy New Year, twenty nineteen. Big things. Another tally mark. Let's um, come out with new ideas and whatnot. It's new, new life, man. If you if you made it to twenty nineteen, that's a blessing within itself. Cause a lot of folks ain't make it. Young, old, people dropping like flies. Especially in Sacramento, so uh, multitude of causes. So we gotta, we gotta celebrate while we're here. Yeah, smell the roses while you can, people, because life ain't promise. Um, shit, I don't want to get onto a dark note because I got hella dark shit going on. But um, yeah, twenty nineteen. Let's jump right into it. R. Kelly, everybody's favorite pedo. Uh, there was really not much to say. I think it was. I think it was already like. You know, over when um, he went to trial all those years ago and um, beat the case. I'm pretty sure everyone realized that he does what he does and the world is cool with it. But now it's just a weird time to bring it back into, like, public air. Yeah, and I don't think it was accident. Considering we got... I mean, there's... I don't know. I don't want to bite my tongue, but I also don't want to... You got to be delicate with this R. Kelly What are you trying to say? He's guilty. He oh. a scumbag. Yeah, but is like he is he the most like I'm saying there's worse shit going on. How my brother puts it, he's R. like R. he's still the Pine Piper of R and B. He'll so. always be the Pine Piper of R and B. Like I still step in the name of love, and people be like, oh you can't you can't listen to his music anymore. You canceled da da. They'll cancel Kofish trying, but I don't care, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep on keeping on. It's not like I, I mean he made classics. Them. I'm not gonna. Man. You can't disregard that thing if you're like a music fan. I mean. You won for the drama and all that. Lots of these people got their hands in a multitude of situations. His just happened to get out. Uh, people probably should have got him help, you know, Man, done I think something. It's too late for the help part. But oh, yeah, it, it's too late. When it, when it went to trial, that's when you could have got help and established some type of... I mean, it's either they going to arrest the man or let him live his life. Because, like, honestly, the only problem I have with what R. Kelly is doing when it becomes alleged, like young children young girls like that's the problem if if she over 18 and she's in a quote-unquote sex cult dungeon whatever it's like r, r. kelly isn't holding none of these women against their will like I, I i didn't watch the lifetime shit because i'm not gonna watch just the fucking man's slander a nigga for six parts on national television like there's hella niggas that deserve slander there's no surviving trump there's no surviving the kkk there's no so, so surviving R. Kelly just the name alone, it it made me like All right, I ain't watching this shit. And what what's there new? Like if you know about R. Kelly, you know he like young girls. It's, it is what it is. A lot of like what the fuck. But um, I was gonna say earlier the surviving America. They should put that on TV. Yep, definitely. I. I'd watch that. Yeah, we ain't even gonna stay on the pissy motherfucker because I'm definitely not taking up for him. He's still Oh, okay. Back to the liking young girls thing. I've heard another rationalization for why R. Kelly tends to lean towards that age group because um, Nick Cannon, I think he went on Vlad and he yep, said um, he can't read or write. Yeah. He's illiterate, so um, he just young focuses on what he can he get. Had. Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. It don't, it, it's not I mean, excuse. psychologically, it makes sense. Yeah, of course, it's yeah. not an excuse, but it's a. And like R. Kelly and his that, brother, but. they was molested as children too. Yeah, I don't really make an exception for it because I'm sure it just adds people. background. I think yeah. it just adds background. I don't think it's worth. You can't make an assumption off of it or come to a proper conclusion. But yeah. it's something like, like to keep in mind. Yeah, it factors in on why he has. This yeah, exactly. Predilection to young girls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, in the day, folks. I see a lot of people, mainly women, which is understandable. Maybe I can, as a man, I, I, as a straight dude, like I, I can't really identify as hard with getting pissed on and getting taken advantage of by old ass R. Kelly type nigga. But uh, 
don't know. I feel like there's a lot worse shit going on. The government still shut down, and we gonna get into that. Do a whole actual deep topic, deep dive, and yeah. a little bit how we think about this government shutdown shit. But uh, we gonna we gonna stay on this R. Kelly shit because I saw a lot of people coming out the woodworks about ready to with their torches and pickaxes like. Um, who, John Legend? Wasn't John Legend? Oh, yeah, John that? Legend. Yep, he was definitely one that... I think everybody, because I thought the Chance the Rapper one was especially strange. I mean... Chance said something? Hmm? Well, he was just... I think he did, like... I think um, R. Kelly did an intro on one of his songs. I think it was Somewhere probably. in Paradise. Shit, like, R. Kelly probably did a lot of intros on a lot of people's songs. Yeah, so I'm like... He said he just used him in, like, you know, the artistic art form, not, like... That's given, cool. like... I mean, by any means, supporting his um, lifestyle or whatever, exactly. but... You musician, you making good music. That's on the... what And, like, to say, society gave him a pass. You can't just, like, throw that on one person because he decided to, like, make a move. Like, society all kind of made... Yeah, like, for people to, like, especially entertain... If it happened like, right in front of you, then I understand that's a different thing, but... Like, when... I mean, like, John Legend, I feel like they're hypocritical. Yeah, definitely. If you're definitely. in the industry, you already know what's up. Mm-hmm. You know young girls are getting preyed on. Da, 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 that's America. That's just how... We live in a fucked up nation. It's Unless you're Ashton Kutcher and you're, like, dedicating your life to, like, fighting... Human trafficking. Yeah. Ashton, shouts mm-hmm. out to Ashton one time. A lot, not a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. Now, we gonna round applause this nigga Ashton right now. Because he really out here trying to, um... Save people. Yeah, he trying to make a difference. Like, you don't see punk no more because this nigga's trying to punk the actual pedophiles and human traffickers and shit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, round of applause for Ashton. If we had a soundboard, we'd give him real shit. But you're gonna have to imagine it. This is the CXF, nigga. Coming off the strength alone. Um, been seeing a lot of Sacramento um, artists and uh, influencers and other niggas popping off of podcasts and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. full support. Yeah. Um, I like to see everybody creating, and I think there's room for everybody in the arena. And SAC will always need more exposure. So if one of y'all niggas get on, this goes to everybody. Y'all, you rappers, podcasters, influencers, all you niggas better bring some shit back to Sacramento. That was just my little side rant. Alright. All right. Same goes for CXF, nigga. We ain't gonna forget about y'all until we forget about y'all. Ah. <laughs> uh, JK, JK. No. Oh, man. You're going strong for the moment. I'm a comedian, low key. I, I feel like I could turn these episodes into stand up routines, low key, but. Uh, You're not. Alright, chill, Jerry Seinfeld. Nah, That's... not even on the Seinfeld <laughs> level, but I feel like I can make 30 to 45 minutes of just original content and make some <laughs> niggas laugh. Or at least uncomfortable. If I can't make you laugh, I can make you uncomfortable. I know how to make people nervous. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't like to say wait nervousness with R. Kelly, but um uh, anything any final thoughts, any final scathing hot takes on R. Kelly? Well the woman thing I think Chance the Rapper also said like because it was like black women saying it, so he was like kinda skeptical of it, you know, it was like all black women and and I'm, I'm I don't yeah. think you could you, he shouldn't have said that. That's one of the things that like, you know, some people saying like you see yeah. I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, yeah, black I get women it. aren't believed in. It's probably just not worded like properly. Like, it's definitely one of those out of context things. But with but. that said, I've seen a lot of black women doing all types of debauchery type things to R. Kelly while he performed, rubbing his dick, rubbing his tongue, <laughs> talking about white men down. Like, there's all types of wild footage of predominantly black women losing their shit for R. Kelly. Like, he just did a performance in Chicago on his birthday within the last three days. And people was like, <laughs> kidnap me take me nigga like so it's not like the girls still ain't going for r kelly and they gonna continue to go for him because we live in a capitalistic society where money talks a lot of these girls need that little four hundred dollars so it is what it is i don't personally think r kelly is really out here got girls kidnapped in a basement like they trying to make him out to seem i think he got he got hella money allegedly i don't know if he broke or not probably not and it don't cost much to hit majority of these bras and it's gonna continue to happen as the young aspect with young girls that's a that's a crime that's atrocious that should be nipped in the butt but it's shit if they got proof why isn't the nigga arrested like that that so he's still uh, out in modern day society i don't think you can even say that no more where are the parents now nah, if a nigga has committed a crime and they got proof they gonna lock your ass up ask bill cosby you don't you think that's a little weird that they got Bill Cosby but they didn't get R. Kelly I was, I was gonna say it's weird that they got Bill Cosby now they coming for R. Kelly they came for Kevin Hart and no white people is getting even really charges pressed on them I haven't heard Weinstein getting locked up uh, Woody Allen 
fucking married his like adopted daughter. Steven Tyler married like not even married, but took a girl on like tour back in his time. Like Steven Tyler, I can was he in the what Eagles? I'm not. I I'm gonna say he was in the Eagles. Well, I guess we can look it up. Hey, Savon. Yeah, Savon it, whatever. Because that nigga don't do no work. And if you listen to the Joe Button podcast, shouts out to them. Everything you look up, the nigga don't do. But I'm going to do my uh, do research, diligence. right? Yeah, do diligence. I'm talking about Steven Tyler. He was a part of what? Aerosmith? Uh, yeah, Aerosmith. One of the lead guitarist, singers in Aerosmith. He had like a 16-year-old on tour with him. Got permission from... That girl's parents took her on tour, impregnated her, uh, forced an abortion, left her ass, all types of shit. This is in the girl's book. It's in his book. It's common knowledge. Look it up. And no one talks about, oh, Steven Tyler. Blah, blah, blah. So, and that's not even me trying to point the finger at nobody else and be like, oh, look at what he did. But I'm just saying it's hella hypocritical. Uh, well, uh, White people never get fucking caught up. Yeah, if we really talk about, about uh, what's his face? We're gonna that. talk about Ed Buck, nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was gonna mention um that one guy beforehand. Um who? He was from Horrible Bosses, that dude. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. He's still dropping like damn near movie trailers. <laughs> he dropped some shit a couple weeks ago and he was like, I know if you heard all the rumors. <laughs> it can- he was like in the um House of Cars character. I'd never watched House of Cars, but he was in that like he was he was he dropped like a monologue pretty much saying the rumors aren't true. Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, that's sick ass fuck. That's uh, that's Tariq Nasheed tweeted. Tariq Nasheed tweeted. Shouts out Tariq. Uh, in the last 48 hours, white sexual predator Kevin Spacey went to court. White alleged sexual predator Brian Singer's film won a Golden Globe, and white political donor Ed Buck has a second gay black man found dead in his home all right we gonna talk about everything that Tariq just first kevin spacey sicko complete sicko um pretty much what did he get arrested did he get charged is well, he in prison? i'll look into it further but it just says he went to court he went to court shit he ain't come out in handcuffs and like they did can, can y'all <laughs> even fathom that bill cosby and if, yeah what he's alleged doing if he did it uh, i don't know i wasn't there but since he got charged with it, we can only go off of that. Bill Cosby is sitting oh, in a prison what? in Pennsylvania. All right. Let me let me read you this article. Yep. Then. Get it. All right. Where's the article coming from? The Inquisitor. Oh, Kevin Spacey's brother reveals they were molested by their father. Compares his brother to Bill Cosby. Kevin Spacey's brother, Randall, Randy Fowler, has never had any reservations about sharing his opinion of his famous sibling. The strange brothers have been at odds for quite some time and haven't even spoken in years however that doesn't mean randy doesn't know what's going on in his brother's life in the wake of spacey's sexual assault case randy has spoken out multiple times sharing details about their childhood his brother's life of the limelight outside his brother's life outside the limelight and how he feels about the pending charges uh, pending charges kevin is currently facing well, it pretty much prefaces with Randy Spacey, Kevin Spacey's brother, even calls the nigga we a have a direct predator. What's the direct quote? The direct quote is, yes, I'm now suggesting that facts do line up. I have photos of him and my father suggesting that they look, suggesting they have that look on each other's faces. I mean, this could be like him lying on his brother yeah, right I'm, now. Just yeah, that's, that spite, that's but, not enough of... Yeah. I saw him touch the boys. If him and his brother and his dad had one big tri-fuck, that's on that state business. I ain't putting that shit out. But um, we're going to jump to what was the second thing. The Golden Globes. I watched the Golden Globes. Oh, I didn't see it. Black Panther ain't won a damn thing. Yeah. My brother said it was time. up for the drama category, right? It was up for a bunch of categories. Oh, it was? Up, yeah, but it ain't winning them. And if it was in the drama, I don't see why, because the shit wasn't... I wouldn't call that shit drama. It was an action movie. It was heroic. And again, I guess drama. But I know they got snubbed. But I will say, the Golden Globes, uh, it was alright. Um, I heard Bohemian Rhapsody once. So. It did. I fucking turned that shit off after the Carol Burnett Award. You know how they give it like a Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, some white lady, Carol Burnett. Um, if you're around our age, you probably have never seen her. Your parents probably know who she is. She was funny, though. Like, uh... Like, they had clips of, like, her old um, sitcoms and shit. 
I appreciated what she did for television, so shouts out to her. Um, lastly, and surely not least, probably the most significant shit we're going to talk about, this Ed Buck situation. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. Should I point out that the nigga's a Democrat? Um, should I point out that... He's a donor, specifically. Yeah. This so he's funding, he's the, funding the Democratic Party. Yeah. So all you motherfuckers, they taking money from niggas who's literally killing you. Now, here's what happened. A couple months to a year ago, gay black dude was found dead in his house. OD'd. He got a slap on the wrist. And I mean, slap on the wrist, they just let the nigga go. It's like, all right, dead nigga, no. We ain't worried about it. Then it happened again within the last two weeks. Nothing motherfucker was found dead in his house. And then all the reports came afterwards. It's funny how it, it takes bodies, then niggas got to do some investigative work. So, um, I'm gonna leave names out of this because these are victims and I ain't trying to, um, really tell the victims, um, names like that. It's a bad way to go. And I can't remember the motherfuckers, so that's, um, <laughs> so I'm gonna keep that going. But nah, I do know the goddamn perpetrator's name, Ed Buck. Sound like a killer. Sound like a crazy white boy. So, um, I'll paint the scene as best I can. You a gay black dude in LA, need some money understandable if you're in LA you always need some money um so I guess they're running as escorts or just full-on prostitutes I don't really know I thought it was in a club well he would pick some people up in the club or he would call them on the phone like an escort gotcha so you go to Ed Buck's house as soon as you get there he puts you in his clothes take your clothes off and change into whatever he gave you I'm assuming they had a relations gay shit no no problem with the LGBTQ but that's what happened they uh do their thing Mm -hmm. and then throughout that time he injects people with heroin or has you smoke heroin both not heroin meth excuse me not really too much better but yeah he'll um give you money for like how much meth you intake he's like if i can inject you with meth i'll give you 200 250 dollars i'm like they must be hurting to let a strange white man inject them strange anybody that's not they ain't really got to do with white people that's just let a stranger inject you with anything for money y'all bugging so um if you're in the la area you listen to this shit i suggest you stay away from ed buck i heard that it was like widely passed in the community not to or what ed buck does well i'm sure there's rumors down. i'm sure there's people like hey don't don't call that nigga you see uh the house on la cienega and fucking I'm trying to think of LA, LA Street that crosses with La Cienega and uh, La Cienega and what? Fucking. Where's Schoolboy Q from? No. Um, Figaro. Yeah, Figaro. Yeah, you see that nigga house on Figaro and La Cienega? You a leader nigga alone. actually interesting. I don't know, nigga. I'm from Sacramento. I've been out there enough, though. This is my comedy. But uh, yeah, man. You better leave that nigga Ed Buck alone. That's crazy. Like, that's insane. Like, let alone black men are out prostituting themselves for money like that's wild within itself but now there's people giving them meth until they die and then when the police come they was like oh well he was he said he was in the shower when he died and ed buck is still a free man that's that's wild but y'all niggas want to go at r kelly's neck r kelly ain't show me the dead bodies show me the victims from surviving r kelly and he's had some shits called surviving ed buck but niggas don't survive so you can't make that show lifetime make me sick and all you motherfuckers who really don't do no research, you just wait for a fucking Lifetime special to tell you who to hate. Y'all niggas part of the problem. <laughs> R.I.P. to the loss. That's a that's an awful way to go. Never did. Never. That ass way to go. How you? What they say at your funeral? He went to Ed Buck's house and was injected with meth and overdose and died. I don't know how you could even receive news like that. That's just too much. Sheesh. Imagine how your moms feel. That's awful. Alright, we're gonna leave this uh that was pretty much a dark twenty five minutes we gave y'all. We're gonna leave that shit alone. Jump to this um government shutdown. Government shutdown. Don't the news don't really get brighter. <laughs> um first things first, what is a government shutdown? as simplified as I can make it is when Congress sending all these motherfuckers can't agree on Cause a gridlock of opinion. Yeah, they can't agree on the fiscal year. Like they can't agree on how much budget. money is gonna be spent on the budget and where it's gonna go. And Trump's petty ass was like, "Till y'all figure it out and put all the money towards the wall, we just gonna shut shit down." 
and this is having all types of implications. It's already cost the economy more than it would cost for the wall itself. So honestly, I might have just damn near should just gave in because now it seems like it's backwards. No matter what happens, if you don't get the wall, if you do get the wall, you already paid lost money. Exactly. You already paid for the shit. Uh, my tax returns have been slowing down. That sucks. Um, niggas ain't getting paid. That's that's worst part. If you a federal worker like TSA, everybody um, calling what? out. Mm-hmm. The national parks is deserted. Trash is piling up. Um, yeah, man, it's it's rough. Of the shutdown of a couple departments can definitely be detrimental, especially in the capitalist society. Uh-huh. It's so bold that they go just be like, we're gonna shut down the government, but yet still take taxes. And everybody's mad at R. Kelly. Like, y'all don't see that this is, like, a plan? Like, they give you things to be mad at so you don't rebel and whatnot. Yeah, because when you think about it, with the government shut down, just even, like, that whole fact of it, it's just, it's, um, that would be obviously straight disheartening if there's no other, like, informa- like no other outlet. See, they need to that. shut the state down. I want to see how things respond to that when the police ain't out here no more. That's what we need. I don't need no more I don't want to get on my anti-cop rhetoric, but I don't like no damn cops. None. I got family who's cops, and they'd be like, I understand why you don't like cops. I literally got family who's police, like lieutenants and shit, and they'd be like, man, I wouldn't trust them motherfuckers. (laughs) So I don't need no more than that. Crazy-ass, corrupt-ass system. I mean, when you think about it, they're supposed to be peacekeepers. It's a damn near the opposite. No fuck, it's nothing but slave patrol. Yeah. Well, uh, we ain't gonna get on. But back to anti-cop the anti-cop shit. Government shutdown. Um, it's just insane. Like, wouldn't you think? Um, you see, this is why there should be more than bipartisanism. In the United States is damn near useless because you can have these types of gridlocks. But if you had more of a spread out system with more parties and everyone running on a fixed budget. People like hate mongers wouldn't easily be able to climb the power. Yeah, I'm just like I don't I don't even know what the solution this would be because part of me is like okay it should just be some, there shouldn't be a federal government it should just be less states run that shit but I'm like the states ain't no cleaner than the feds. I think if you just had state government it'd be way worse. Uh, depend what state you live in. Of course, but you have to think that yes. you're always gonna. It's just too close to home. Like, That's Calif- like, California could pull it. We could be just California. So we got enough military bases out here. I don't know how they would separate where the military would go. It's, it's, this is just hypothetical. Nah, because California, they tend to lean towards a certain type of action. Even though, like, they say it's for the better, I don't think it's right all the time. But we're, overall, we're progressive. As progressive as we can be in this damn regime. I mean, it's good for progressiveness for the United States, but in terms of, like, all people, nah. I wouldn't call it. I don't think all people are going to be all right, no matter where we go. But then all the taxes, yeah, I'm not agreeing to pay taxes all the time. I can't just be, they're too willing to let go of that. Yeah. Delegate that control onto another party. But yeah, I don't know. But uh, what else is going on with this shutdown? I know FDA, they not inspecting the food. So if there is an E. coli outbreak and all the damn romaine lettuce like happens every fucking month, we won't know about it. Um, this would be a good time to poison all the food because it'll, it'll slip through the cracks. So if there's an outbreak in the next shit six months, wouldn't be surprised. They're saying the flu season is worse as it's ever been. And I'm like, how is it worse as it's ever been if everybody keeps getting flu shots? Huh? Like, they literally peddle flu shots like drugs on the news. They'd be like, get your flu shots now. Even at the Golden Globes. This is a segue back into that. Golden Globes had, like, a segment where it was, like, a commercial break, but a bunch of doctors ran out and just started shooting people up with, like, needles, like, with flu shots. It was like, we got everybody, the celebrities was just, some people was like, nah. It was like, if you're an anti-vaxxer, just, you'll be all right. What's up, man? But, yeah, it's crazy. Wait, so. What's up, man? You a flash? No. I'm red tight. You what? What? I said I'm red tight. Oh, red tight? I thought you said the R word. You know, you can't say the R word no more. <laughs> oh Especially God. around children. No. But, um. Let's just be. Bad. I have a big 
I need to show you a big thing. Alright, show it to me. I'm showing him. Oh, okay. Um, I can't see it. Oh, uh, you know, the daily interruption when you um recording from the uh, domicile. It's my nephew. But back to this damn flu shot shit. They literally was just going around giving people shots. Was it people in the crowd of the Golden Globes? Oh, what? And we back after that brief intermission of me being an uncle and taking care of my uncle duties. uncle I mean, shit. Well, every word is made up, didn't you know? I don't know. It just sounded weird and ugly. Uncle-y? Yeah. uncle Yeah, I guess. It's not the prettiest word I've made. Like, refugee. That's what it came to mind. True. But we were talking about Golden Globes. Um, I'm going to get off this flu shot shit. Pretty much, it was walking around Golden Globe giving people flu shots. Either this was in hopes to poison the celebrities, um, sell flu shots to the masses, or just um, perpetuate the fact that everybody should go get a flu shot. But I'll say it right now, I ain't taking my shot since like 2000. I haven't taken a shot since like 2003. And I don't come down with no flu, West Nile, swine flu, all that shit people be making up every year. I'm, I'm, I'm fit as a fistle, fiddle. And uh, I don't really get sick much. When I do get sick, it's awful, but <laughs> I don't get sick much. I'm still living. Oh, shit. Maybe I get, like, sick twice a year. Yeah, I'm like, if for that. Like, last 2018, I don't recall being sick. I might have got hit with, like, a migraine, a few food poison and shit like that. But no, like, oh, he got the flu. He needs to... I stay hydrated. But, um, where are we going after the government shutdown? What's next shit else going on in the world? Uh, I guess shit. We talked about, um, school. If you're, um, going to a UC or a university or even if you're just going back to the community, um, them fees is due and they want their money. I'm going to be attending Sac State in the spring. I had my little orientation and a lot was told, but the crux of it is you got to pay 3700 in 14 days. <laughs> that was pretty much... And they give you, do they give you a timeline or anything? Hey, shit, they, I mean, you can get on the payment plan, but that ain't going to change the amount. No, I mean, when they explained it, did they give you a timeline of how to, like, map out I the know. semester? They told the you uh, you want to be through in two. They told you take 30 units a semester, and you can be done in two years. You mean 30, semester, 30 units a year, a school full school year? Yeah, 30 units a full school year, so, yeah, you know what I mean. 30 semester. <laughs> Because yeah, you just yeah. said it cost 3000 for, like, a couple. It costs about 2800 anything past six units, and a little less than that if it's under six units. I'm taking about 10 to 14 units this semester, mm. or this quarter. I don't know how they set it up, but, yeah, semester. I don't Ooh. think it's quarter. <sighs> Sheesh. But, yeah, man, them fees ain't no joke. Not and, at all. Um, they tell you shit. You got to spend, what? two to three hours per unit so if you're in a three unit class you're supposed to spend nine units nine hours of your time outside, outside the class working i'm like how are you supposed to do hmm. that survive eat work <laughs> get to and from college i'm like this shit is a racket i said that right now college is a racket like like it's the racket i'm playing like <laughs> I, I feel like my odds of success are better than that than uh kicking those and robbing people selling dope but um yeah I'll, I'll keep y'all updated on how my college career goes because right now i'm just like damn i'm about to have to come out of pocket something tough that shit would have been funds for cuttlefish that would have been a new camera new, new mic set i'm like shit so yeah like i said y'all want to donate to a real nigga i'm yeah. starting on gofundme <laughs> asshole gofundme I, I feel like it's the gateway to being an asshole I heard. regardless of what it is i feel like Come on, like I'm about to start GoFundMe. I mean, like, shit. People be setting up GoFundMe's for funerals, setting up GoFundMe for the wall. I get. Up, I, I think it's just abused. I think. I think it's definitely abused, but I feel like a but GoFundMe. But that's like a capitalist thing, you know what I'm saying? Shit, that's more dignified than being out on the street begging. That's, shit, it's been a cold winter. Let's talk about the homeless. <laughs> Let, let's let's really do a deep dive. We've done a lot of deep dives in the homelessness, but the problem hasn't gone away. No matter how many times me and Deja tell y'all motherfuckers get. Put your hands out, put them away. They still out. Because um, to be honest, how I see it is, I'm poor. I'm already going to the store. I'm poor. Like I need to get these items and whatnot. 
I come out of the store. I just spent money in there. I didn't go in there to get money. I just went in there to spend money. You gotta ask me for more money after I already just spent money. That's. I mean, I get it for like. Oh, I get it. I understand uh, it. A uh, um, few, a small <laughs> percentage of the homeless people, but I be seeing a lot of able-bodied grown men asking me for money. Like, bruh, like, like I didn't just get off work. Man, I got fired from. I, did I get fired? Did I quit? Shit, that's what happened to me in New Year, man. My, my job situation went a different direction. Like, I was doing these. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> All I'm saying is you ain't going to disrespect me no matter if I'm working for you or if not. I don't take disrespect lightly. And I'll lose my job. <laughs> Stand on my principles. So uh, I no longer am employed at this little cafe in the Thomas. I ain't really sweating it. Should have took some more food before I left because that first week is like crack. you like, damn, I should go for a flatbread or some cranberry walnut bread or some all the shit we had at that job I was just eating on all day but um yeah I'm gonna have to find me a new job pay for these damn school classes man but in the meantime I'm gonna bring you that content CXF this ain't a woe is me episode cause I'm gonna get it done stand on ten toes and uh cold world shit don't fucking get one for nobody big facts uh yeah I'm trying to keep my head above water so they say and also um being physically fit. Now you can feel it in my bones that something's gonna happen. And I feel like having some extra physical prowess is definitely gonna be useful. So yeah, stay home with that. I mean, man, y'all better learn how to defend yourself at all times. The sharpest tool is yourself first. I'm saying. Because if not, you're gonna be food for the game. Shout out Corey Holcomb. That's a, that's a very intuitive statement. Yeah, shots out 5150. Corey didn't coin that shit by no means. By no stretch of the imagination of Corey. Corey. I'd say, yeah, that's an old, very old. Yeah, right. I said food for the game for that episode, but, uh, yeah, regardless, you better just get ready and, uh, mm. don't take shit granted. Of course. Yeah. Right. Another thing about these walls, since we on this dystopian, um, outlook right now, yeah, like that word choice, don't y'all? Dystopian. Yeah, y'all niggas don't read. It's alright. Y'all niggas don't read. It's alright. Right. Look in your dictionary and, and then give me a round of applause for how I just use that fucking triple syllable word. But, um, yeah, back on the dystopian tip, it's looking ugly, bro. Like, I keep seeing memes and shit. It's like, oh, when people think the walls to keep people out, but it's really to keep people in. That shit got me thinking. <laughs> like, how do we know Trump really. Is trying to keep uh, all the migrants and immigrants from these um, Southern American countries out. And he ain't just trying to uh, keep us in. And you don't even know, like, it might not even really pop off, like, in our generation or in the next five years. But let's say 15 years and it, the walls are finished. And the United States just has a wall program, like Great Wall of China. And we just got borders everywhere. And some shit pop off. Martial law gets declared. Niggas, all the niggas who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just go to Canada. I'ma just go to Mexico. All, all you niggas, I'ma just go somewhere. The wall is for you. So yeah, just think of that. That's um a kind of a creepy thought. Keep in the back of your mind. Something when I go buy more ammunition from um all these arms dealers while I had a chance. Cause I'm about ready to start bucking at the establishment. I saw some shit. This uh woman had the Secret Service come to her door because she was saying some shit like, ah, oh, when they gonna kill Trump? Just shoot the motherfucker some shit. Um, she ain't like them coming to her door. It was it was really obnoxious. Like I I didn't appreciate her behavior because Secret Service was doing its job. That's what the fuck they supposed to do. What you expect? Can't be on Facebook talking about assassinating the president. Shit, for all I know, the feds is gonna be tapping on my shit in a few days. But um, yeah, watch what you say. You're pretty much bugged wherever you are. Keep tuning in to the Cuttlefish Podcast. What else we talking? All right, thank you for that 1984 outro. <laughs> Something like that. Now yeah, we keep that in mind. You never know who's listening, who watching, and it's all stashed away on fire. Yeah, if you happen to hear the screams of children in the background, that's <laughs> no, uh, just God. my nephew. It's just my nephew. He's out doing what uh, five-year-olds do, playing with dinosaurs and whatnot. It's Uncle Ramad to him. Some respect on my name. What else? Sometimes I think that I'd be like, I'm an uncle. I gotta be dignified. People look at me as like, you know, 
I don't maybe call my uncle, nigga. He ain't got to call nobody right now. But just wait. I'm going to have me a teenage nephew in the next five to ten years. I think it's going to be interesting. He's going to be my lifeline to the youth. <laughs> like, I'll be able to judge, like, how the, <laughs> that generation is going. Be like, hey, what, what y'all be talking about in school when he's in middle school and shit? And, hmm. So to be told. So it's always good to stay informed on endeavors in all spectrums of age. Facts. I'm probably gonna end up having to work at one of these damn schools. You're still listening to the Cuttlefish Podcast. Listen to some music while we think of the next topic. Cut it before we get sued. <laughs> that was Reese LaFlair, Big Mad, featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Vori. Shouts out to all them niggas. Uh, what's on the docket? You got any topics you want to discuss, Deji? Anything? Mm. Well, I'll, I'll preview this one. One of these days, we're going to do this deep dive on... Um, uh, last, I think it was like maybe two years ago, I worked a summer job with um, another associate of mine. He's been on the podcast... Uh, Shouts out to she. We um, oh yeah. Shouts out Thomas. Create trade crypto fund. You know we still out exactly. here bringing you that yeah, crypto Thomas, news. Exactly. You know yeah. It's Thomas. Of TRD crypto yeah. fund. Yep. Respect. Still uh, on Instagram. Uh yeah, we um we worked this job and it was actually it pertains back to the school thing of uh, loans. So you take out a student loan, be careful. You're a target. Facts. You have basically you're painted. You're like where's Waldo. It's fairly obvious. Like, um, try not to fall for any of, like, the random marketing things that reach out to you just because you're in, you're, you've chosen a certain financial path for school, but keep your wits about you. Read everything. Probably want to read everything starting at, before the loan, but after the loan especially. You know, work off that interest. Interest always accrues. Never, don't think for a second it stopped, unless they told you otherwise, but... Target, so be careful. And the job we worked, it was a loan forgiveness program, which I'm um, starting to learn that there may not actually exist. So, <laughs> Ain't no loan forgiveness. Yeah, so maybe you want to talk to your lender, whoever it is, your jack. But um, yeah, we're going to do a deep dive into that because it recently came back into the news spectrum and they gave more details about the yeah. unbecoming demise of said company and even uh, schemes of that nature. Yeah, so pretty much what he's trying to say is Thomas and Deji was working for a corporate underboss who was pretty much like, yeah, we'll get your student loans forgiven, send them, send your money this way. And all that money went to his private account and he ran off on the plug. So, uh, yeah. Why is it that people always run off on the plug? When do people just feel that? Shit, depend on the plug. I know a lot of plugs they ain't never been ran off on. But, uh, yeah, if you're running off on the plug in your day-to-day, you're going to have to keep uh, looking over your shoulder because some niggas will kill you for it. Um, street well, shit and financial shit, nigga. You'll get popped in the dome or you'll just owe hella money until your kids die. And then uh, that'll be the end of you. Because uh, I was looking at the FAFSA. They saying I'm only going to be... Um, I don't know for sure yet. I'm just trying to stay positive. Hopefully I can get some grants or something. But right now it's looking like, yeah, all I'm going to be eligible for is loans. And I'm like, shit, I'll just pay it, homie. Like... At least if I just pay it off and I ain't got no student debt acquired at the end of the degree, if I hate the shit, I can start at square one. I don't have to go find a career in what I just sacrificed, what, 40 bands for? I said, I think that's, I pulled 40 bands out because they said that's like the average amount um, college students accrue over yeah, over like a four-year, two-year period, depends. Mm-hmm. But I ain't, I ain't, I'm trying to keep that shit at zero. I got to pay it all out of pocket. That's what I'm gonna do, cause that's how I always been. I like my credit score to be high, so I can my uh, debt to be low. Yeah, feel comfortable. I'm like retrospectro, nigga. I'm a transracial, middle-aged white man. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want my uh, fucking credit score to represent. And I'm uh, sure. 
That's a joke. Don't, don't, don't call me a sellout when you see me. Mata Coon, he said he's he he transracial. You, got, you really got to, like, be uh, particular in what you say. You got to, like, preface everything because niggas will take your shit for gospel. Like, niggas get misgendered, misfucking labeled, all types of shit be gone nowadays. It's the end times, boy. Um, shit, what else was in the news? That Ed Buck shit really just still perplexes me. I can't believe niggas is out there getting injected with meth. That's so crazy. It's probably more crazy because it's on the personal level. It's not like part of some ring or like corporation or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is like his own private endeavor that he. It's just what gets him. Gets, yeah. I guess kicks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. His jollies. Somebody ought to smoke that motherfucker, keeping a hundred. Go in there, he offer you some meth. Fucking inject him with some meth. OD is that. Like, why don't people get revenge no more? Like, if that was my, like, brother, cousin, or even friend, and I heard. That that's his demise. Like if I heard somebody got Daisy was like, "Yeah, he injected him with okay. some meth." I, I just use you because you're right here, and the people know we have a friend relationship. But um, yeah, I'm like, bro, somebody gotta do something about that. Like it wouldn't even take much. Go get some meth, put a fat ass dose in it, like a <laughs> like a dose you plan to OD somebody with, and when you do your thing with Ed Buck, jab his ass, take all the money, rob his house, and leave. And it, and it, at this point, he got. It'll just look like a, uh, what they call it, foul play? Yeah, it just look like accident. <laughs> just went back on yeah, just went, yeah, like he got, already got two corpses found in his house. If he died mysteriously the same way, I don't think. I mean, an investigation will incur because he's white. Of man, course. Given hell of money. I mean, it just couldn't be party. obvious. But I'm That's... pretty sure you could beat that if you just kill him and get up out of Dodge. Not saying we're, uh, not, this is all. I want to uh, say even killing like a white man and you just getting away with it, it's I not mean, even an easy happens. swing. And some shit like that, I feel like it could, you could pull it. And I feel like if you could really just inject him and make his ass OD and leave, as long as ain't nobody there and you might want to sweep the house with cameras and shit, he seemed like the type of it definitely has some surveillance <laughs> on your ass. I feel like you could pull it, get smooth out of Dodge, take a Greyhound to Arizona, lay low. I think you're getting too too specific but yeah, I ain't trying to point it out I, I'm still surprised how Zimmerman walking around Zimmerman selling bags of Skittles autograph and <laughs> that's dead ass facts I ain't shit uh, you ain't you, oh you ain't know no. yeah, he literally like will sign a package of Skittles and sell it to whatever supremacist wants a Skittle pack with his signature on it oh my god and he's still living he's still breathing air somebody been should smoke that food whether he did it or not even if, even if Trayvon was on some knucklehead shit and he needed to get popped I wasn't there. I don't think that's what happened. But even if that was the case, the intent and like the fucking indecency, the and action, indifference yeah. of fucking signing a goddamn skittle pack when you know what you know for yeah, he just he throwing rocks at the chain gang, as they say. Maybe I am too talking like this. Um, but yeah, this is all allegedly. Um, Cuttlefish does not condone no violence, or we do not promote violence on this podcast. I love everybody, everybody. I'm not gonna go as far to say I love everybody. I'm saying but... this so I don't get held accountable in court, my <laughs> nigga. <laughs> let, me, let me get my goddamn preface off. Again, I love everybody. We love everybody, allegedly. Man. Uh, shouts out to Vlad. Shouts out to Joe Button Podcast. I'm just gonna shout out the shit I watch on YouTube. Cause, uh. Oh, shout out Munchies. I fuck yeah. with the recipes. That's it. Um, shouts out a very good, um. It's looking like a good year for anime. Uh, we don't really talk about anime on CXF because we got an urban audience and right, we got judge, but it's alright. Um, <laughs> I noticed anime is getting like hella mainstream within these last few years. I'm still not. I don't think it's there yet. Um, nah, it's a lot I of fake so. perpetrating. It's <laughs> like uh, Uzi, Trippy, all these little lils. They they be misquoting anime references. It should make me sick. But um, that's since I mentioned Uzi, say quit music. He did a post yesterday oh, really? and some socks. He just posted like um, some Gucci socks and was like, "Hey, I wish it was 2013. I want to be normal. I just deleted everything. I'm done with music. Goodbye. You're free. We'll see if um, Eternal Otake drops anytime this year. Is like, that his album? Yeah, I like Uzi. Like, like I'm not gonna call him like my favorite artist or anywhere near my favorite artist, but. Out of the, He's part of SoundCloud that I fuck with. Yeah, like, out of the littles that dropped and the people who were still rapping, like, Uzi grew as an artist, and he had his own sound, and mm. it was pretty pretty solid. Like, New Paddock is a banger. 
Paddock on my wrist. Yeah. Mike Hoffner shit hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny. Yeah, it has become a very strong standard oh, in music. Like, you can make a... Shit. Definitely make half a song off. Yeah. Look at CXF. Makes hate dropping. <laughs> nah. Nah. That ain't my lane. I respect those who try. Until it pop. Drop one that pop, you'll be like, hey, you'll drop a verse, nigga. And then everybody in the group starts getting hella crazy and acting different. And then... hey, I'm a easy E, all y'all asses, nigga. A... <laughs> Other than the A's, nigga, my paperwork gonna be alright. I don't know what y'all is. Blue face, you niggas, yeah, alright. On the dead lows. Oh man, cuttlefish, cuttlefish, cuttlefish. That's what you listen to. CXF episode fourteen. Oh shit, if you hanging with us, do this, man. You thick and thin. You solid. You see me in the street, say hello. We need like a damn like a like a be not a bird man got like. <laughs> if you see a nigga out in public, yell CXF, nigga. I fucks with you. I probably if you if you a stranger though, I mean, yeah, you bet. Preface I mean, that when I come strangers in. always get treated by strangers or they're treated like yeah, strangers yeah, so that's why you call them strangers I treat a stranger real cold man uh, I'm too paranoid bro I be having nightmares I had a nightmare last night I got snuff coming out of work nigga was like hey you trying to buy this and I was like nah fuck and then the nigga just grabbed me hit me in the head with a gun started running my pockets so I was like god damn <laughs> these niggas got me lagging so yeah I ain't got no time for the the rodeo uh but uh it reminds me uh what was it? i just had it no you forgot me <laughs> long dramatic pause with daisy yeah i did forget it i thought i had it that'd be all right oh shit anything else we want to get we might wrap up this episode a little short he's trying to roll up oh uh my new year's resolution was to stop smoking i lasted yeah. nine days and then <laughs> it was to the point where i was just so irritable and upset i had to smoke and now i smoke every maybe every maybe like every five days i don't know I'm, be careful uh, kids it can be psychologically yeah, addictive it's definitely addictive yeah. and it's not necessarily addictive because the psychological term for addiction it requires two things it requires tolerance which definitely marijuana has but it also requires withdrawal symptoms and withdrawal is extreme they might just have to fucking um change the definition of addiction now i'm about to get my psych bag because that's my major i'm fucking got an associates nigga we do big things out here i ain't just i don't just sound smart yeah, talk you talk but uh yeah so with addiction like the thing with marijuana is for me what i'm realizing when i stop smoking for too long the synapses and like neurotransmitters in my brain, the receiving end pulls back. So like, say when you, I'm gonna just use crack example. When you do crack, cause it's it's perfect. When you do crack, you get hella dopamine receptors shooting off in your brain, or just dopamine neurotransmitter itself, and your uh, natural um, like dopamine one receptors will pull back in your brain, so you won't um, need as much because your brain's like, oh well, you do crack all the time, so I'm not gonna produce the normal amount that would keep you like level and happy as for weed if you smoke weed every goddamn day and yo it's just natural like dopamine and serotonin and gab all these neurotransmitters are getting affected so when you stop cold turkey you might be cool for the first few days but your your mood is just gonna drop gradually regardless and i'm not gonna say that's withdrawal because niggas crack withdrawal nigga. you got cold sweats can't move you headache nah, it's, it's not that bad for me i just be more irritable than usual i'm already an irritable motherfucker but uh so that's how it go for me um i definitely don't smoke tobacco um i want everybody who i care for to stop smoking tobacco i just have i ain't going going to it don't smoke tobacco to get lung cancer it's not nothing you want to experience it's a sad way to go for everybody and your family and everybody around you and overall, cancer is just a bad way to die. It's shit. I don't know what's worse. Ed Buck or cancer? Mm. I'd probably Your say... Your body betraying you? I'd or... say cancer. Yeah. I'd say cancer. Because that shit's slow. At least these niggas OD'd quickly. Yeah, it was the murder, but... I don't know. That's hard. I don't know. I'm not going to justify either. <laughs> the Ed Buck shit is awful. I'm just saying cancer because I've seen that shit firsthand recently. Um, Anything else we want to get into episode 14 this was you know sometimes we have dark episodes sometimes we got light episodes 
Yang Yang is true. Heroes of the week, really. Yeah, we haven't done our hero segment in a while. Not much has been happening heroically that I've that's hit my desk that I've seen personally. Not can, can I think? Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Pull up that uh fourteen hundred ninety nine remix. That's how we gonna end it with your boy Trippy Red and Juice World. I don't really promote the drug use of the song, but I do like the beat, so that's what y'all gonna hear. If you like it, stump your feet. Uh, bars like that, don't you? Um, Chill. Cuttlefish Podcast, man. It is what it is. Thanks for listening. It's Ramon Deji. We signing out. listening cuttlefish podcast we appreciate it till next time folks signing off peace